Hey everyone and welcome to this revision of Engineering IRL. I was considering not publishing this one, but after thinking about it, the topic is too far to leave out. Hopefully you can extract some sort of value from it and see if you can apply it to whatever it is that you're working on. With that being said, thanks for tuning in and let's get into the episode. Hello everyone and welcome to the Sario Dev Show. Engineering IRL where we go through ways to improve as an engineer and how to take the engineering problem-solving skills and apply it to real life um, My name is Andrew. I'll be your host today. We're going to be talking about um, Deciding if you should do one side project or many side projects This is a topic that I see comes up quite a lot um, and and initially what I want to say is the first answer is doing a side project is a good idea, better than zero. So one is better than zero, correct? Uh, but, but this will be focused on the people that have already started a project or if not started many projects or are considering it and trying to decide what do I do. I've got this idea, I've got this other idea, I don't know which one to do. The idea, yeah, so that what, what I, how I want to approach this is firstly answering that yes, you should, do, you should do one of them at minimum, just pick. If you can't pick, do both, do both. For myself, and there's a, there's a caveat here as well. So the, understand the pros and cons. If you do a side project, you want to, you're expanding your skills. So as an engineer, you'll be studying and focusing on a specific topic. Your side project might be related to that topic or it could be related to something else. Um, but either way, what you're doing is you're expanding your skill set. And if you're even doing a side project that's directly related to the line of work you're in, you're solidifying that skill set. So simply put, you not doing one of those side projects is actually hindering your career progression from that standpoint. So take away all your self arguments and just try both second thing is a lot of projects you consider you'll be thinking that oh but I've read up this and it comes into these problems and this this project is solved some other guy did it you you have to forget all of that you will learn from the project from doing the project yourself there'll be things that even if you watched an excruciatingly detailed recap of someone else's execution of a project There'll be stuff that you will learn different to that. And the reason is, is because your brain is making, is doing the decision making. Even if it's gonna end up making the same decisions or run into the same things, what you learn is your own uh, brain's cognitive decision making, how it comes up to its choices. So you learn something. So, so, so looking at someone else's project and seeing how they did it is not enough. You need to do. Pros and cons. First one, if you fo do one project, you focus on it, you do all the work for it, you learn linearly, you learn one extra thing, it's good, and you actually finish something, and it's easier to maintain and manage. Disadvantage is you may get bored or you may have committed a whole lot of time when uh, you know, the first quarter of the project you knew you weren't gonna like it. Doing many projects means whatever your curiosity itch happens, you start doing it and you learn quickly because you've expanded your skill set. You're expanding your topics and your ideas. 
disadvantage is you can wind up after a year not even finishing a single project while person one that did one project is already finished they've at least got one project under their belt so one's about depth one's about width one's about depth of that specific topic and one's about width you have to assess if the depth of that one topic is that valuable to you but i will say this if you've started several projects like myself and you have several unfinished like myself there is a time where you need to double down on one of those projects or two and actually get to the point of completing it so i'm going to use my app development as an example here because that's one of those side things that's unrelated to any of my work but it's kind of in a technical field and does the creativity side you get to do the, some of the marketing and you do everything yourself i learned so much stuff from going from building game mechanics simple make game mechanics mind you to actual submission because what happens is you might think you know your project but when you submit your project to a third party so the app store or or even actually you want to submit it to some sort of marketing agency or something like that to tell them about your app you they ask you questions about the app that you just never consider you've known it so well that you've just overlooked how does this app how does this project look to someone else how do i explain what it is without giving them my life story and that in its own does two things one i mean it just cleans up what you're actually trying to do and get, just makes you hone in on a clear message for what your project is and the other thing is it gets you to really understand what your project is at a macro level at a high level because sometimes you don't even you forgot that the main object of your um objective of your project was the first thing and all these other things are just extras or byproducts of the main project but you spend so much time focusing in on this like if you're making a game and you spend so much time focusing in uh, on on the on the logging in system or opposite you've focused on developing the mechanics of an app when you've said this is an app for multiplayer and you haven't spent any time focusing on multiplayer system on the logging in or the experience of how you add your friend you might not have done any of that stuff so it's good to go the full mile because it asks you questions and then it makes you think of cuz sometimes the answer at that point to fix or to add in that feature to your app or to your project requires a lot of rework that if you had had that in your mind from the beginning you can work it in so this is what i mean sometimes going through the whole process teaches you things that you just never consider it gives you another viewpoint that you never even considered um i have a post about talking about UX and UI versus function. Uh I'll bring that up in another subject and explain how you how you make the choices between function and uh UI and UX. But for now, just understand that obviously going through the full process makes you think about all three. And actually getting all three nice and looking good. Um and functioning well, okay? So obviously if you think about the question we're saying how do we know if we should do um one or many my answer personally is many scratch that itch if you have a curiosity start do it that's the that's the biggest thing you say oh i could start start them all and don't get caught by like oh but i don't want to start it if i don't finish it just start it because there's a way that you should develop your side projects 
okay? And, the t and I'm gonna tell you the technique so that you don't, so that when you do keep starting and stopping these projects, it doesn't feel so open-ended. When you build your side project, you need to build a, a single closed loop. That needs to be your goal when you start the project. So what I mean by this is, I'll start with the app example. When you build your app, it's very easy, especially the first time or when you're testing or when you're first learning, it's very easy to caught up, to get caught up and say, I make this one app, I, I, I follow this tutorial, I learn this one thing and I just build it from there. That's, that's, that's like an open loop, that's like a direct, you start solving it and you just, you just have to go and it's never gonna be closed unless, until you finish it. What I recommend, and I only picked up after doing maybe two app projects, and, and this was actually advised from a, uh, one of my friends back in, uh, who was a software engineer, is trying this closed loop approach. He didn't quite uh, term it that way, but this is how I've, this is how I've implemented it. You, what you do is you, 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 can see, you have an image of what you think the beginning and the middle and the end of the user experience will be, of how a user will interact with the app, and then you build that first. So forget game mechanics, forget logging in, forget all of that stuff. For the app example, what you would do is you'd figure out how to build your first screen. And when you open the app, you open the first screen, add a button to the screen so it says, go to game or play game. Let's say it's a game we're building, play game. Boom, takes you to that view. From there, game plays. So you make a function called uh, play game or whatever it is. And then you have another function called game over. Game over, you hit that, it, it get, case, takes you to the game over screen. Game over screen has two options, uh, exit and play again. Both those buttons, make them complete and make them take you to where they're meant to. And that's your one closed loop. You technically have a complete game. Game that requires no skill, no effort, is super ugly and is absolutely useless, but a game. And you have a closed loop. And then what you do is you build from there. You, you, you slowly build up each of those sections, but you always have this closed loop sequence that you can go around. This is really good for developing uh, uh, like apps and things and software because it's very easy to get messy and start building interfaces. That, I mean, this is not always the rule, but this is for your side projecty stuff, the stuff that's not gonna be taking up your main time, um, that you're gonna leave a lot and come back to. If you always have a closed loop, the, the bigger advantage is when you, when you are doing several projects, the main problem is, is there's so much time between starting, like you have to spend so much time re-familiarizing yourself with your own project and figure out where the hell you're at, and what the hell is going on, what have you actually done? And what you can do if your app's design closed loop, you just play through the, you just play through the whole loop and just find out how far you are. And literally, by flowing through your closed loop, you already have the answer of what you need to work on next. Nice. Other advantages of that is obviously the problem solving and troubleshooting and, and it's, it's got a lot of other benefits. But when you consider it from the side project, I wanna pick this up and put it back down and pick the next project and put it back down kind of point of view, then this, 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 this makes so much more sense to do and, and I never had that as a problem before, so I never picked that up as a habit from the beginning. But as soon as you, it becomes a habit, it's easier to build it this way anyways than just diving straight in. So this, in this way, you shouldn't be afraid of starting multiple projects. Now, you might get 
you have to be clear of what your goals are with your side projects are as well. If if they are really for learning and you want to get your toes wet, then do as many as possible. But at some point, if you want to say, I have finished an app, and you go, I'm 70% of the way, I've pretty much done it. You haven't done it. It's either you've done it or you haven't. So if we're talking about app development, I suggest when I say done, I mean submitted to the app store. Complete loop. You've you've sent it to a couple of you know tech uh, company tech company articles or whatever blogs and say hey check out my app here's the review and you've gone through the full process got some feedback got some users got some downloads full loop complete and if you start doing things like this you'll you'll start feeling satisfied from a what like tying this back into improving as an engineer in your career for me, what it's done is when I when I finished it, you're in, I was involved in stages of the project that in a in a bigger project in a bigger com bigger company where you're not involved in certain stages, you've basically been involved in those type of stages. You've got that mindset from 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 a marketing, from a sales, from a management point of view, from a service point of view. Sometimes when you design things, and what you'll start learning in engineering is design isn't all about the best function. You, what, another factor to consider when you're designing is the serviceability, maintenance. How can I maintain the system? Some systems can be really good, but if they're impossible to maintain, then the design wasn't really that good. So you have to understand the entirety of the goal and what are the, all the factors. So when you've finished your app, you're already at the maintenance phase now at that point. Someone has, a, there's a bug you find, you show it to your friend, he opens the screen and says, what the hell is this? And you're embarrassed because you're like, oh, I forgot this thing. You go back and you fix it. How do I go back in and fix it? Where do I go in and fix it? How often? All of those questions come in and you kind of hate the past version of yourself when he took shortcuts, he or she took shortcuts. If you took a shortcut when you're developing your project or creating your project and you have to do some maintenance with it, that's when you feel the pain. That's when you feel the pain. And you don't really think from that perspective. So you leapfrog, by doing these side projects and going to the complete end, you leapfrog some stages in your, in, your, in your main work, in your main engineering jobs that you never would even get to face until you know, later years in your career. And just gives you another perspective. So <clears throat> fully encourage doing any side project more than zero. Fully encourage doing multiple instead of one. Fully encourage at least completing one full one and focusing on one when you've got so many open and you haven't closed a single one in your life. Definitely have advantages um, for you, for your career as an engineer and improving, even though um, like, I, like I do not build apps for work, but the app development process taught me a lot of stuff that I can relate back to work. And uh, lastly, if, if you're a person that's not an engineer and you don't even want to, you know, you don't, you're not in the technical field, you can apply this mindset to all side projects that you might have. You could be a sales dude, you could be anything. And, and, and the answer is going to be do those ventures, try those things, try make your own ad campaign. If you do a Facebook ad campaign, you can literally do one for a dollar for a day and see what happens. See how right you are about your stuff. Um, Whatever your profession is, I, I feel like there's a side project that could give you a side skill, like even, even blogging or even podcasting, like you're writing, you're talking, 
that's communication skills. Communication skills apply to every single profession. So there's a good reason and there's a side hustle that you can do or side project that you can do um, for, for helping you for your own real life and also for your career. Hopefully this has been useful to someone out there. If not, it's all good. If yes, let me know. Um, as always, that's the end of the of this segment. Um, next one, we'll see where we go from here, but hopefully I'll have something out soon. Um, and this is the third iteration of me adjusting the mic and we'll see how the quality of this one sounds. Um, but for now, thanks for listening.